The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, Work That Makes Sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace, you can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi. Hi, everyone. This is Gwendolyn. I'm so happy to welcome you today to the Visual Workplace. This is our weekly radio show on letting the workplace speak. This is a show where we talk about and maybe we even learn how to deeply embed our intelligence into the living landscape of work through visual devices so that the devices are there to give our intelligence back to us, to give our knowledge and our know-how back to us because we put them there whenever we had a moment of forgetfulness, whenever we got too busy or just to remove the struggle from work. And for those of you who have been listening to my show for the last couple of years, I think this is the 106th or 7th show. Isn't that exciting? You know that the name that we have for struggle is motion, moving without working. It isn't just searching for things, and it isn't just um, doing a kind of vague uh, struggling to get things done. It actually manifests itself most clearly in the questions that we ask and the questions that we are asked about anything, but most especially in the workplace about work. Where, what, when, how many, how, who, who is the question of agency? Who is doing this? Who do I see? Which machine? That's all the who question. We call it the four W's and the two H's, the six core questions when we talk about the building blocks. But they are there to let us know that when the questions are asked, there's an information deficit. And when there's an information deficit, it manifests, it shows itself as motion. We move around, we wonder, we struggle, we question our lives. <laughs> so th- that's what this show is about. And believe me, that very simple, what did I just do about 150 words, this is the heart of what doesn't work at in the workplace. Yes, you will have product development. That's very important. And marketing and sales. And they are filled with information deficit. And if you look at the heart of all the matter, you will see it's about information, information that gives us meaning, information that gives us direction, gives us specification, and also information in the form of an operational language. And that's what the visual workplace is about, and that's why it's important. So welcome to our show. And this is our second full show on your questions. This is the call-in show. And I've decided in my wisdom or in my foolishness that we will have a call-in show once a month rather than every other week. And the reason for that is 
I want to share more things about what's going on, what I'm learning, and what you may be interested in learning. I'm doing a series now, as you know, on training and trainers, and I have at least three, maybe four more shows, and I don't want to skip every other week. I want to kind of build a little momentum. So the next, uh, we're probably going to be, it's probably going to be the last show of the month will be our call-in show. So the call-in show for October will be that last week of October. And then I'll do three um, shows before then. Maybe we'll get through all the trainer series so that you have more continuity. Uh, this was not my bright idea. And I think it's a very bright idea. This was one of you who emailed in and said that um, you'd really like to not have so much time between um, the content, my my telling you about what I've learned, uh, and um, from content to content. So the call-in show, the next call-in show, will be the fourth week from today. It'll be in October and we'll do it once a month. And thank you so much. We have emails, and we I understand we have our first caller. So we're going to jump right in. The last time, we almost ran out of time because of your questions. And I want you to feel really, really comfortable asking your question on whatever level it is. I welcome it, and we can all learn from each other in that way, and hopefully we'll be able to help you as well. And by the way, let me also add that it's not just your questions, it can be your experiences, your own commentary, the things that you've learned, anything. Use this as a platform, and then we'll learn together. So this is interesting. We have a call, Matt tells me, from a gentleman named Nigel, and I have never met a Nigel before. I'm imagining you with a great white mustache and um, an ascot and an English accent. So let's find out who you are. Nigel, welcome to The Visual Workplace. And how may I help? Uh, hi, Dr. Galsworth. Yes, uh, my name's Nigel. Uh, you're not going to detect an English accent because my parents moved here from uh, the U.K. when I was about three. I actually live huh. in Chicago. Huh. Uh, anyways, uh, and just a little bit about my background. I'm an outside consultant in Lean, and I work for... An Number of big companies in various industries that were automotive industries, uh, in home furnishings, uh, and in, uh, pharma. And the reason I'm calling, I've uh, listened to your show for about a year, and I've also listened to a number of your pod- podcasts. I find everything very helpful, and, uh, I think your books are outstanding. I just finished reading your, uh, very first book on visual systems. And uh, that really opened my eyes about uh, 5S and, and the uh, capabilities of 5S. Um, and, uh, but the problem I've had is that uh, I talk to my lean clients about visual and the visual workplace, but I was, was characterizing it as something fairly minor. Uh, we've, We've talked about such things as uh, visual point solutions uh, like Andon, uh, Pokeyoke, uh, et cetera, uh, even uh, 5S audits. And I, I want to tell you, I understand from what, you're, what you've been saying in writing that, that the audits don't work. But apart from that, uh, I, my problem is that I uh, explained it as Explain the visual workplace and the, and the concepts just as a help to lean. 
And really, I see that it's, from what you're telling me, that it's an improvement method all by itself. And uh, that it's so much more than just, you know, some addition to lean. So my problem is uh, I need to go back to uh, many of my clients and I've, I've really got to change my approach and my emphasis about uh, the visual workplace. And, uh, you know, it, my, my problem is really my, my credibility because I, I, uh, if you understand where I'm going, I, I, I've presented it just as kind of, well, not an afterthought, but this is as a minor point and kind of relative like a footnote. But now I really see that there has to be so much more in terms of what I bring to my clients. So I'm really looking for some, some way to, some diplomatic way, some maybe back their way to, to, to uh, explain this, to re-explain to my clients, uh, so keep my credibility because I really think so highly of, of the whole visual concept and, and what you've done. And uh, I run a, a company, uh, there's 15 of us, so I'm asking this question for any, everybody in my company. I uh, appreciate your time, and thank you very much. I'll take my yeah. answer off the air. Okay, Nigel, just hold on for a second. Uh, let, me, let me just see if, I get, if I've got this right, and if I do, then you can certainly take, your, take my answer off the air. Well, first, thank you very much for what I think is a really interesting question, and uh, I've actually never uh, met anyone before who was uh, willing to say what you're saying. Um, so what you're saying is that your clients believe in you, you've presented the visual workplace um, in the way that you understood it when you began. Maybe that was six or seven or eight or ten years ago. And now you're realizing that it's so much more and you're trying to kind of, um, I guess the word that I would use is kind of save face when you say credibility. You want to still be the strong knowledge broker, but how can you reintroduce visuality without saying that you didn't know fully what it was before? Did I First, did I get the question right? That's, that's that's basically it. It's like, uh, well, why you know? Why didn't you know? Why didn't you understand mm-hmm. it more fully mm-hmm. before you 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 got, you got a little taste of it and you thought you understood it and now you're mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know how. So some, I got some, some ideas. Okay. I got some ideas. I got some ideas. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Because I think thank we... You very much. Oh, no. Thank you. And uh, please, uh, I didn't say this before. Nigel, please uh, send us an email and uh, so that we can get back in touch with you. And we will send you... We want to say thank you to people. Last time we met, we gave people books. Sounds like you already got my books. So we'll send you a link to uh, one of our on-demand webinars. And uh, maybe you can even use it to uh, show it to your clients. I think it lasts for five days. Uh, at any rate, Heidi will send that to you if you just send us a quick email. And I want to thank you again for your question and for your courage. That's great courage. Thank you. I do have okay. some ideas for you. Thanks, All Nigel. Right. Thank you very much. Thanks. <laughs> um, so I, I do have some suggestions. If you do want to kind of keep your own uh, knowledge journey more private, then I think it's perfectly reasonable for you to go to your clients, and I'm going to suggest that you go to one 
um, maybe the one that you most want to impress, but I don't think that's a great place to start, but you can choose to do it that way and be even more courageous than you've demonstrated, or one where you feel fairly safe. I would go with the safe one myself, and I would say to them, if you wanted to fudge a little bit, you could fudge in this way. You could say, you know, uh, you guys are doing really well, and I think you're ready for the next step. And this may surprise you, but the next step is really going back to something we started three years ago or five years ago, whenever it was. And that is the visual workplace. When I first told you about the visual workplace, I told you the bare basics. And then we moved into lean. We were kind of doing visual as a handmaiden of lean. But now I think you're ready. Now I think you're ready for the full story. And that is, and then that is that visuality is a language. It is actually your operational intelligence embedded. Because we've made, and do you see, so you can, you can go back with dignity and you can go back with sincerity without really, um, you know, bending the law and say you're ready. But find somebody who is ready. Find someone who has eagerly implemented and who has done fairly well and bring your new eyesight, uh, your own new eyesight to it and help people look at the same situation a fresh way. And that will open the doorway to visuality. And I'm going to suggest a way that actually we did just last week when we were in Canada at the Regina event in, in Saskatchewan. But, uh, but barring that, and I'll, I'll give you, uh, a way to make that whole thing kind of slide in easily. Barring that, you can also just say, I think, without losing face, is that there have been developments in the visual workplace, especially around brain function and language, which is the truth, but is also kind of um, elevated, uh, that there has been discoveries around brain function and language that has kind of revolutionized our attitude towards visuality, and it now takes a much bigger place than we originally thought. And this is me speaking as you, Nigel, and I want to introduce you to that. So you could take that tact as well. But what's really gorgeous is that you're willing to um, learn about this and you recognize the important par- part that visuality can play th- that is as a partner, an equal partner to lean because in fact we know that lean is unsustainable without visuality and it's only been because we've been doing this for 10 or 15 years that people have seen their lean conversion erode, deteriorate and they recognize, oh my goodness, um, we need to have uh, visuality. So I'm going to give you two more things on this when we come back, and then we'll move on to our next caller. Thanks very much, Nigel. And we're going into a break now. When, when you come back, we'll kind of put a ribbon around this, and um, this is an interesting question. Thanks. See you in a minute, everyone. to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn Galsworth, and we are at the Visual Workplace for our weekly show on letting the workplace speak. And uh, this is our call-in show. Today is our second call-in show, and uh, we just heard from Nigel, who is... Um, a, an outside consultant, a consultant and coach in lean. He works in, I believe he said, automotive and home furnishings and pharma, uh, pharmaceuticals. He called it pharma. And at any rate, he wants to reapproach his clients and talk to them about visuality with the new knowledge that he's been acquiring. Uh, he's read some of my books. I'm sure he's also learned from other people. And he's a, a regular listener of the show. And he uh, asked for, how do I do that and still keep my credibility? So I said, find a, um, a trustworthy, a, com- a client you're comfortable with and say, you know, I've learned, there's some new stuff afoot and let's go, let's revisit visuality and see what it can do for us. And in an end to that, Nigel, I want to give you a very, very simple exercise that will really open people's eyes. It's what I use both when I'm training coaches, training external and internal consultants, but also when I'm walking through a plant at the fir- for the first time. It's very simple. And it is simply standing at the threshold of the, of the cell or of the whole shop floor or of the hospital or of the office and saying this, what am I seeing? What does it mean? What am I seeing? What does it mean? And give this exercise to a select team, can be operators, can be supervisors, engineers, of your client, some kind of mix. You can have three or four or ten people. I did it with something like 37 last week. They went off in small teams, and they had to be silent. This is another thing. No questions, none, zero Don't lean on anything except your senses. And because we're sight dominant, we're going to be using our senses to look out into a landscape that is usually 
absent any kind of information sharing, intentional information sharing. No questions. What am I seeing? What does it mean? That will then, if you allow people to do that, and we do that for a whole hour as people when we do site assessments like we did last week with whole groups, we they walk around, they can't talk, they have to wait, they can't talk on their way, and they have to wait four minutes of silence in each area. And what happens is the eyesight begins to shift. And you can tell your client, your client team that, look, what we're looking for here is a shift in your awareness. And the shift in the awareness will be that people will be able to see things more clearly, but they will also see what isn't there, which is just as valuable when you're beginning this journey. And this is a rather masterful approach and of course to visuality and getting a group started. Now, I suggest that you do this yourself and work with a small team of your of your fellow consultants, I think you said you worked with 15 people or so, to get used to what that's like because you will gain confidence in this very, very quickly. What am I seeing? What does it mean? Silence. It's an internal process. And then you can get together and say, hey, I saw this, I saw that, and I didn't see this, and I didn't see that, and I didn't see the other thing. And you begin to groom that awareness. I would begin there. Please call me, Nigel. Call me again and tell me how it goes because I, what I really want to do is spend the rest of the show telling you what happens next. But we have a, another caller on the line. Mark is waiting. We're going to get to you in just a second, Mark. And uh, so try that out. And, and what I'm saying try it out is try it out for yourself and then you'll see how you absorb in a new way and how you're beginning to move in the direction. And I know that you'll understand what I'm about to say to the two driving questions. What do I need to know that I don't know right now in order to do my work? And the second question, what do I need to share that others need to know in order for them to do their work more safely, better quality, more on time, whatever? I have a couple of other principles that I want to give you, but please call back. Give it about a month, so if you don't call in October, call in November, and tell me how it went, because I'm interested to know how this goes for you. But this is a very dignified and a very worthy way for you to bring your companies, but you have to experiment and learn how to do this yourself, and I'd be very, very happy to be a part of that. Please send us your email. We will send you a link to one of our on-demand webinars uh, I think we have six of them that are available. Okay, thank you very much, Nigel. I love that question. Oh, boy. Thank you. And now, um, Matt, if you are ready, I'd be happy to speak with Mark. Hi, um, Ms. Collsworth. Yes. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> um, I've been listening for about a year, too, and I work for a big aerospace manufacturer. Uh, I just got transferred from the East Coast of California. And um, back east, we got a lot of mileage out of your show. People were making a lot of visual devices, and they were they were really weird, and they were great. <laughs> um, um, I'm a process engineer, and my new plant has lots of visuals, but they're they're all pretty much the same. Um, uh, they're kind of you know they're kind of cookie cutter devices. Um, they're okay, but they're not they're not really cool. Mm. And um, I'm not in a position of authority, but my supervisor, who's the engineering VP, asked me to help out um, to you know to help 
help people get more creative. But the culture here is, is really stiff compared to my old site, and people keep to themselves and they keep their head down. No one seems very happy. And there is also a lot of running around looking for things and asking tons of questions every day. Mm. Um, if, if I really did what I wanted, I would, I would start all over. I'd start from the beginning. I would talk to people about what, what, it really, what visuality really is and not try to build on, on the past. But like I said, I don't have the authority to try and change things. Mm. And um, I also don't have a budget. I have zero budget. Mm. My boss wants me to do this in my spare time, and I don't have much, but I really like the, the visual workplace, and I think it could help. Um, you see what I'm getting at? I, I would mm-hmm. really appreciate any suggestions you have. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. My heart goes out to you, of course, uh, because that's a tough situation to be in, but it's also a really beautiful one. This is also a question of courage because you've seen a new way and you've lived it and you've enjoyed the fruits of visuality and now you're in a place that really does need you and needs you to be clever about uh, working with uh, what are usually impossible odds, no authority, no budget, and no time (laughs) and a boss. (laughs) Who is this boss? Let's change the boss. (laughs) Then you'll be okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. Uh, I do have a few suggestions because, uh, as you might expect, especially in this day that we, where we are confusing uh, lean with speed and uh, where we're squeezing every drop out of time, um, there are m- many people that I know of who face this, and I'm sure there are others who are listening whose names are and don't know who are facing this as well. And there are some things... Um, since you've already acquaint, you're already acquainted with um, the show and my approach, I'm going to kind of speak in code, but I, I will also be careful to um, make sure that others who may be new to the show understand our language. So thank you very much for listening. And um, and and here's the thing: what you'll have to do, for the reasons of time, budget, and no authority, is to start small. Find yourself a supervisor who either has a reputation for being friendly or who has already befriended you or seems open. Maybe you see him or her in the lunch room and you just feel comfortable with the person. And tell them about your, um, I suppose it's not exactly a mandate, but about your task to, to bring a kind of new kind of visuality and see if they would be willing he or she would be willing to work with you. And in working with you, what would be really great is if you could get them to watch their KPIs, their key performance indicators, their measurements, over a period of time. And you're going to set up a situation, but I'm going to, I'm going to back up right now and say, if that person says yes, or kind of move forward fast in the future... You have to make a deal with your, I think you said, VP of engineering. So you're going to get to yes. You're going to demonstrate visuality your way, the way that really does plug into people's real, if you were listening to the first part of the show with Nigel, their need to know and their need to share. 
but you got to, as soon as you get the situation set up and you know that you're going to do pretty okay because you chose the right supervisor and you know that the metrics will respond to visuality, go to your boss and say, boss, I want to thank you for this opportunity. I'm going to ask you for no money. I'm going to ask you for no time. But if I'm successful, I'm going to, I want to use that success, which I'm pretty sure will happen as a leverage right now. I want to use it as a lever. And I want to say to you, if I am successful, and maybe even beyond your wildest dreams, <laughs> if I am successful, would uh, I would like to have this as my next step. I would like you to give me two people to work with who would be, so we would make up like a visual workplace team. I'm just making this stuff up right now, but this is what I would ask for. I would like a small budget, say $500, so that if we needed to buy special supplies for visual devices, uh, I would uh, we would be able to. And secondly, I would like you to uh, come around and see the results on a regular basis. Give us a month and a half, and then I'd like you to be involved. If that goes well then I would really appreciate it if you could lift about 15 to 20% of my workload so that I can really do this. Because, boss, you're going to get 15 to 30% increase in throughput. Uh, you said aerospace. Aerospace is the perfect environment. Whether you're doing overhaul and repair or assembly, aerospace is perfect because it's very discreet. It has exact specs. And because there's already a rhythm to the work, whatever you're doing in aerospace, it is, you know, home plate for visuality. So you can say those things. And please download the podcast for the show so you can uh, listen to what I'm saying a second and third time. Because you will be on strong ground. And I will tell you, this is a career path for you. You already have a passion for visuality. The kinds of questions that you're asking are exactly the right question because you want to start low, you want to start small, you want to start almost invisible, but you have confidence. I'm sure you share my confidence. You've already had this experience and you move it along. But what I'm saying for you to do, I'll give you a little bit more about working with the supervisors in a moment. What I want you to do is already leverage it. I want you to be personally strategic about this because your contribution to the company depends on your setting up the benefits or the rewards on the front side so you're talking to your 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 VP. You're not asking for anything uh now. This is sort of like taking the puppy home. You're taking you say just take the puppy home. And then tell me in two months that you don't love the puppy. But just to, in fact, we'll even give you a bag of feed. We'll, you know, and and he, and we'll give him his first set of shots. Shots, because they're going to love visuality, not just for the cultural benefit, but for the business benefit. You know, the VP is going to look like a hero. You know, and and you're his guy. So I just I don't know if you're still there, but. Uh, um, oh, I'm getting a signal from uh, Matt that we're sliding into a break, but are you still there, Mark? If not, I'll, I'm just going to carry on after the break. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, great. So is this making sense to you? Yes, yeah, totally. Yeah, and so, you know, you're going to come up, you're going to hold more, and you're going to be able to extend yourself through your passion. I mean, you know, you're an engineer, for goodness sakes, a process engineer, 
And it's important for you to find this kind of um, strength and this kind of, um, what's a better word for it, uh, this kind of deliciousness in your work. So we'll come back uh, right after the break. Please keep your uh, calls coming. If we don't get to you this time, we'll get you to the next, to you the next time, 866-472-5790. Let me say it again, 866-472-5790. And we'll finish up Mark's question at the um, after the break. Thank you very much. See you in a, in a minute. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. We're at the Visual Workplace. This is our call-in show, soon to become our monthly call-in show, beginning in October. And we are in the middle of a call with Mark, who is uh, someone who moved recently to California uh, from the East Coast. He's in aerospace and he left a plant where there was a lot of great visuals. Um, I was very happy to hear that my show is helping that come along. But he's now working in a sister plant where there are visuals, but they're pretty kind of tired out. I think you use the term cookie cutter. In other words, somebody is standardizing too soon. And I hope that irritates uh, some of you to call me and ask what, what I mean. But if you standardize too soon, you have something that looks like everything else. You have a, you know, you have a a bowl full of string beans instead of a tomato, a string bean, some cauliflower, and a pumpkin. So it, it's called cookie cutter. So we were just talking about how can he get started with no budget, no time, no authority whatsoever. <laughs> this actually can turn from being the worst case scenario to a pretty good case scenario because it means that no one's really watching you very closely except your boss who wants to see you help people. And he's just asked you, if I can go on a bit on this, Mark, he's just asked you to help people get more creative. And what does what he doesn't realize is that there's this business benefit waiting, 15% increase in productivity. And I can tell you with 
great confidence that that is pretty much a piece of cake in uh, aerospace because if you don't aren't yet visual and you'll get much much more so find yourself the supervisor you know somebody that you're comfortable with and you can say uh, you know is this going well are you seeing other benefits uh would you recommend this to anyone else what am i doing right or wrong somebody you can really take into your confidence because you want to be kind of lined up with that plant and it has a culture all its own so you're going to have to learn what that is so find yourself a friend and um and then begin if you listen to the first part of the show you can begin just the way i was telling nigel to Take your team of operators and say, okay, operators, I want you to put on your magic glasses and I want you to put a, a zipper uh, on your mouth and I want you to just walk around and take them to a different area, not their own area. If you take them to their own area, they're going to make stuff up because they know how everything works. Just go, you know, when there's a break or maybe it's a second shift, uh, you know, it's on a a single shift and you can go at the uh, either ends of the shift and have them walk around and in get the little memo pads that I've often spoken about on the show, little flip memo pad, and just let them take notes. What am I seeing? What does it mean? What am I seeing? What does it mean? What am I seeing? What does it mean? And in that way, in the silence, they're becoming internal consultants as well. Just the way Nigel is, uh, has been grooming himself for years. But they're seeing the workplace in a new way. And then you can give them what I didn't get a chance to say to Nigel is give them this second, second chunk of getting your eyesight ready. What can I tell merely by looking? What can I tell merely by looking? And then you can give them this, that's, it's called the prime one. I call it principle one, prime one. To tell merely by looking. To what extent can I tell merely by looking? This is again a silent question. They take notes on it. They compare notes later on. And the second prime, prime two is, to what extent can I tell the difference merely by looking? To what extent can I tell the difference merely by looking? And just use those things for the first week or so. And then, you know, grab a hold of the podcast that is um, uh, eye-driven. What do I need to know? What do I need to share? I just replayed it, I think, in August. I think it was from October 2012. It's on our website, visualworkplace.com. It's also on iTunes. But uh, but when you email us, I'll, I'll send you the um, the exact date of that. And you can have them listen to it or you can just listen to it and remind yourself how, what do I need to know and what do I need to share works. This is so great. This is so great for getting operators involved. You will have to get pictures and we will send you a link to um, the basics of visuality. And, uh, you know, that's going to expire in about five days. But email us again and when you're ready, we'll give you a week of that so that your operators can watch it. But it's going to be on a small screen. The big screen webinars are um, not available for us to give out. They need a license and and, and they're for training big groups. But you will, you know, you can talk to people about the roadways as a roadway that speaks. You'll be able to move along. Uh, I, I have a lot of confidence in you because of what you said so far. And then you'll start your own collection of pictures. And I want to warn you, this is not a methodology. You're not following a step by step process. You're simply sharing concepts and sharing principles. 
This is not a recipe for building visuality, but you will have an impact. And I think a tremendous impact because people will learn to see. And you'll be there and you'll help them along. And you already have such a lovely uh, way about you in our conversation. Everybody could see that, that people will warm up to it and they will want to say yes. I want to encourage you to become a teacher. I want you to take this on <laughs> and please stay in touch. Send photos because I love that. But clearly, you may be a process engineer, but you are a great teacher in the making and you can master this stuff and make your own contribution in ways that your VP of engineering will wonder how he got so lucky. I, I've got a lot of confidence in you, in you Mark. My, my best, uh, I wish you happy trails and um, please stay in touch. Tell us what happens next. I hope that, and I hope that helped. Thank you. Okay, so Matt says Victoria is on the line, and Matt, are you about to whisper in my ear that I have another break coming up? Because can we take the break now, so we have enough time for Victoria to kind of get started? Okay, thank you. We're gonna. I just got a signal from Matt. He said yes, and so we're gonna take a break now, and then we'll enter into our last portion of this call-in show. Victoria is waiting. Thank you. to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the last segment of our show today. Welcome to the Visual Workplace. This is our call-in show and we've had a really, really interesting questions over the last little bit. And I think we're about to enter into another, hear another interesting question, this time from Victoria. So, Victoria, welcome to the show, and uh, please tell us how we can help you. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be able to get through. <laughs> Great. Um, so, I'm a team lead on an assembly line, 
And we're we're in clothing manufacturing. Okay. Okay. And, yeah. Um, my super well, basically, my supervisor asked me to start listening to your weekly show this summer to see if I could learn something to help my team. And I just wanted to let you know that I have learned so much, and uh, I've actually been working with people on their need to know. So Fantastic. thank you for that. Oh, wonderful. So my question is: uh, Last week, my boss's boss asked her to set up something called a dashboard, and um, obviously, it got passed to me. So I think I understand what that is, but um, I was wondering if you could just talk about that a little bit. And then um, my boss wants to do more with KPIs, and um, I'm not sure if that will help the people on my team um, or, if, you know, if it could just turn into a lot of work for me. So I was hoping you could talk about that. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Victoria. Um so you're a team lead. This is another situation where you don't have a whole lot of authority. However, you do have your boss's boss asking your boss to ask you to do something. So that's interesting. So let's define some terms. I know you already know this, but for the people who are listening. So a dashboard is just like uh, a dashboard, which is what Victoria is uh, has been asked to set up. It's like the dashboard in your car where it gives you vital information at your fingertips right away. And usually these dashboards um, tell you what the status of things are. They are sometimes expanded to include more. But one of the characteristics of the dashboard is that every cell will have them. Every cell. So if you're being asked now, that means... Early on, that it, it means that you are early on. It means that someone is saying, "What would a dashboard look like?" And they very wisely said, "Let's get one gro- to grow uh, locally instead of imposing our idea of a dashboard onto the plant." The the uh, you said you're in textiles, so that means there's going to be a lot of a lot of cells. A lot of separate departments. There'll be sewing and there'll be patterning and and a lot of material handling. So it's going to it's a very busy environment. So for our listeners, as you know, Victoria, the dashboard is going to be set up at whatever is the top of the department, whatever is the top of the stream, and that dashboard will say things comparable to how fast are you going, how much fuel do you have in the tank, and are your lights on. It will say things like, uh, are we meeting our schedule? Maybe even what is that schedule? How is our quality? How is our um, material? Do we have all the material that we need? So for those of you who have heard me talk about visual displays, it's like a mini visual display, but it has a very bounded, very specific purpose, and that is to give an overview so you mentioned also the word KPIs, Victoria, and uh, for listeners who are new to that term, KPI stands for Key Performance Indicator, KPI. And it's another way of saying a measure. And that, no surprise here, usually looks at cost, quality, the number of defects, the kinds of defects, um, on-time delivery, are we on time or behind time, and also safety, any accidents or any near misses and things like that. 
Okay, so vital, vital information. It is uh, almost like a report card, but it's a report card that most dashboards um, get uh, changed once a day, and if you're really with it, then at the end of each shift, and if you're really progressive, then during the shift, it'll be changing all the time so that you're able to get current information whenever you want it. What you might have heard, maybe you heard this, Victoria, tell me if it rings a bell. People say, I want to have status in the next, in 15 seconds or, or even in 10 seconds. I want to be able to know what's going on in 10 seconds. Does that sound familiar? I bet it does. It does. Yeah, right. And you know, that's <laughs> fine. But in, Now, here's the thing. You've got to give your boss's boss what he or she wants so your boss is happy with you. But you also need to understand that that information is really for your boss and his or her boss. It's their need to know. It's not your need to know. Because you're living it every day. You're living what the quality problems are. You're living whether you're on time or behind time. You don't need to go to a dashboard to know that. This is what you're struggling with all the time. So if your first orientation is, I am building a dashboard or status, a report card for my boss, this will give you the right orientation. You need to feed information to him or her. And they want to pull it to them instantly. So I'm going to say a few other things about this. And then I'm going to tell you, if we have enough time, I'm not a great fan of dashboards. <laughs> but you still got to do it. It doesn't matter. Right, you know. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. Nobody has asked my opinion or yours. You got to do it. So what you want to do in designing it, and do you have some creative or graphic ability? Do you like to draw? That sort of thing? I do. Oh, great. Oh, that's great. Okay, so that'll mean that you want it to be pretty. You want it to look like geometry. Geometry, whenever you see geometric uh, shapes like a circle, a square, a triangle, it makes it easy to see because the shapes entertain the eye but also give the eye a place to land. You don't want just words on a board. You want to put a boundary around them. Of course, this is my love of borders and of patterns. So mess around with what the pattern could look like and make it an interesting pattern. For example, you might have quality in a circle, and then you can put a little tail on it and make it a cue. You might have time uh, maybe in some kind of a square that looks like... um you know, might look like a calendar or a day calendar. And then you can, in other words, you have to pay attention to the graphic elements so that the eye is drawn and doesn't have to work to find the information it needs and make sure you have lovely addresses. You you probably recognize that term from when I talk about the visual wear and I talk about a border and an address. So have an address that says... On time, it says quality, it says cost, work with color, make it interesting enough without making it complicated, and try out some designs. And, and again, the way I was talking, I don't know if you were listening to the previous caller, his name is Mark, and he was um, also on a mission for his boss. 
is uh, say to your boss, hey, boss, I really love this. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I want it, I want your permission, please, for me to find the right format. So if you're okay, I'd like to experiment and maybe run one format for one week. This is given that you really love to, uh, you know, you, you like to be creative and experimental. And uh, if it doesn't work, I'd like to change it. So would you please give me like five or six weeks to land on something that works for you? Because I'm only going to give you my best thinking for right now, but I might get some better ideas. So can, w- would you be willing to be, to be flexible while I find a way to make you really happy? You know, it's basically what you're saying. And you, you want to say that to your boss for two reasons. One, you don't want him to standardize too soon. You might have an idea that works, but you know it doesn't work well. And you want to have permission because you're asking for that for you to change your mind so that you can serve him better. And you can use words like this, get the podcast, listen to it. This is the way to talk. Now, I guess I'm assuming that you have a good relationship with your supervisor, do you? Yes. Uh, pretty oh, good. good. Oh, good. So he looks to you. Is it a he or a she? Help me out here. Um, she. You're, she, okay. So she looks to you. She's beginning to build. If you're a team lean that lead, that means you were an operator before. And maybe she has an eye on maybe you're replacing her as she moves up. Maybe she's got a career path. She's going to be a manager or she's going to move to a different department. But at any rate, build a good relationship with her so that you are talking to her, getting appropriate permission, but still kind of inching up to being a peer so that you're saying, hey, boss, I, I, I made this. What do you think? You know, you know the, the prototype I love for team leads and supervisors or even supervisors and managers is what um, you saw in Million Dollar Baby. Did you ever see that movie with Million Dollar Baby? And the there was a, a girl boxer, and it was Clint Eastwood was the um, manager and her coach. Remember? Did you see that movie? I actually have not, but oh, I thought oh, about it. So yeah, I kind yeah. Of... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting you. No, I, I haven't seen it, basically. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, that's great. So, so let me, the, the part about it, see it, because the part about it that's so great is that she keeps calling this coach boss. And he doesn't want to be called boss because it makes him feel uncomfortable. And she keeps calling him, okay, boss, anything you say, boss. Oh, I'll do that, boss. Hey, boss, how am I doing? You know, and after a while, he just gives up and he says, you know what? I'm her boss. That's all. I'm her boss and she's learning from me and it's a sign of respect. And uh, it makes it a very kind of uh, vital and interesting because um, she needs everything that he has to say. She needs his mind, his experience, and she insists on keeping a very uh, hierarchical or ladder-like relationship with this man who's going to make her a champion. So it's sort of like that. Um, now, I want to say something else about the dashboard. I want to challenge you a little bit further and say, when you have the dashboard in place, I want to encourage you to look more deeply into the measures and for you to see if there might be a KPI, maybe in quality, maybe in on time, that you want to go further. So I'm now going to give you... I'm going to give you a task, and then you please be back on the show, call in, send us pictures, whatever. But I, I did a show, and I have my little grid in front of me now, 
back in February 2012, February the 14th. Oh my goodness, that's Valentine's Day. And it, and it's called Visual Metrics Measures That Drive. This is doorway number four. Visual Metrics Measures That Drive because KPIs only monitor. And you listen to that show and see if any of it triggers you into thinking maybe I could also add to the dashboard a metric that drives. Where does it drive? It drives down the causal chain. And that metric is for your operators. The other metric, the dash, most of the dashboard is going to be for your boss and your boss's boss. They want to, you know, that's what they need to know. But you can start creating metrics, even a separate dashboard for operators where operators get to see what they need to know and pull to them what they need to know. That would be very exciting, and I'm happy to uh, say more about it. You can give a call to Heidi, and, and uh, we can have a, a conversation um, from my phone to your phone. So thank you very much, Victoria. I'm all ramped up about your question. It was a great question, and I uh, thank you very much for thinking of us. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning into the show. We'll have another call-in show in a month. We'll announce it. And, uh, well, you know what? I'm out of time. Matt is jumping up and down. And I have to say this. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and I'm signing off. Thank you. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening.